Hi, hello, and welcome, everybody. We are back again. Michael and I finally got some time to sit down and do this, so we figured we'd bring the people what they're clamoring for. And that would be a new podcast from Wait a Sec Podcast. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. Uh, well, we did the one after four months of a layoff with COVID and everything, so it's been about a month and a half or so-ish, something like that. Um. If you guys like us, or if you guys like what you hear, like us on uh, Facebook and interact with us, ask us questions, bring up topics that you want us to uh, talk about, and we'd be happy to do it. Uh, Also, we are on Twitter, which, believe it or not, we are keeping up with both, or I should say, I am keeping up with both. How's the Twitter been going? Not bad. Um, We have 90 followers, which is pretty decent, really. And uh, I don't know how many of them actually pay attention, but, you know, <laughs> it comes with the business. Huh? Yeah, it's something. Um, we are at waitasec underscore pod, and you guys are welcome to uh, also follow us there on Twitter. Now, <clears throat> we figured we'd try to get together because it is, in fact, game week for the Razorbacks. Which is exciting, but first... Hallelujah. We'll, yeah, no joke. Uh, we'll get to that here in a minute. We're going to kind of update everybody with what's going on in our lives a little bit. <laughs> okay. I would like to say that Mr. Michael Fenton here is living free. Is living free and <laughs> dying hard apparently. He's he's uh <laughs> he's enjoying himself, let's just put it that way. Uh I recently Still bought a new bed. From home, yeah. That's about you it. You bought a new bed. That's always yeah. exciting. Yeah, I I haven't slept better in a long time, so it's pretty nice. You're still working from until January 31st, right? Yes. Wow. Good for you. Um, yeah, for the most part, it's good. Yeah. Well, sweet, dude. That's pretty awesome. Uh, anything else exciting going on in your life? Um, it's good that it's fall. I don't know. It means sports. Yeah, sports is pretty good. We got a lot of variety. Football. Yeah. Football. I'm excited about it. What's your favorite uh, fall activity? Dude, I really like Halloween. Like in general. One of your favorite holidays? It's probably my favorite, yeah. Well, I'd say second favorite. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Thanksgiving's first. Halloween would be second. Fourth of July, third. Christmas, fourth. Huh. What's like your What's it. your top four? I Christmas, <clears throat> Christmas is my favorite. Fourth of July is probably second. New Year's third. Halloween might be fourth. So the older I get, the less that I come to enjoy New Year's. Why? Because like I don't know, you gotta stay up late, and you know the first <laughs> is, you're right. always a little. You're always a little. You're off the next day though, right? Yeah, yeah, but still. I mean, I mean it's like. That's a party night, and everybody universal party night. It is, but dude, I don't party as much anymore as I used to, like at all, really. I mean, it's pretty rare anymore that I actually go out and. It's like a new beginning, and never has there been a year where a new beginning is. This year, fair enough. This year may be different. This year, I might actually go a little wild because you know everybody wants twenty twenty to end because it's such a terrible year. In general, but... We still have a ways to go. I know. Three months to go. But it is coming up on us quickly, and I can't wait to 
get this year over with, basically. So we can actually kind of go back to some semblance of normalcy. I mean, I'm not saying that New Year's will do that, but 2021 will at least bring some hope mm-hmm. that it could happen. So Halloween, uh, you going to dress up, you going to hand out candy, go to party? I don't know. Um, going to a party would kind of be a stretch because COVID may... And maybe I'm being a little, you know... Maybe I'm being a little paranoid with it, but I just don't want to catch that shit, and I don't want to give it to my parents, and that's kind of a big thing for me, so like I purposely try to avoid it. But in places where masks are worn, it's possible that I may try to go hit a party. I don't know. I do want to try and give out some candy at some point, but I don't know if that'll happen with that and the party, because I think Halloween's on a Saturday. Yeah. So, I don't know if I could do both, maybe. Maybe I could if I did Halloween early enough in the night and then you know, handed out candy and then went to a party or something, maybe. But, uh, we'll see. What are your plans for Halloween? Anything interesting? No, not really, man. <laughs> Getting kind of old, I guess. Yeah, my, my tell favorite me about fall it. activity, though. Yeah, hit me with other it. Other than football. Is... The bike rides out in the fall, like on a trail or yeah. even the greenway with the leaves changing. I mean, it's just the cooler weather. Weather's nice. 70s. Yeah. You know, love the 70s. And yeah, that's it. I feel you there for sure. And I got a fact for you. All right, bring it. Well, actually a question. Okay. A sperm whale, pretty big animal, you know. I was told this today, in fact, by my girlfriend. Okay. What... How how much sperm do you think a sperm whale produces? Like in a, I hate to use the word <laughs> ejaculation, but I'm going to use it. Okay, that's a how much do you random think? question? Like, are we talking in in what unit of measurement are we talking here? Uh, like, are, quarts, like, can I use gallons, whatever, know, whatever, whatever I think. think. Yeah. I'll say five gallons. See, I guess two gallons, which is a hell of a lot. Two and five that's a, gallons. That's a lot. Apparently, it is 40 gallons. 40? Yes. Four zero. Four zero. Oh, my lanta. That's a, <laughs> it's like a bathtub. And I was like, is it kind of the same as... You know, what you would think, but I never got a really good answer to that, but just shocking to me. So, dude, that's like a, it's like a bathtub, (laughs) dude. Yeah, it's more like a half a bathtub. That's crazy. Jesus. (laughs) It's hard to fathom. That's more than what my car can hold in a gas tank. That's twice what mine is. That's that's insane. I I like that, though. That's a good, it's a good little snippet. You're welcome. Yeah, well, (laughs) the more you know. The more you know. All right. So, uh, news first. Pac-12 released earlier tonight. They are playing a seven-game schedule. Well, that's news. Starting today. November 7th. They're playing a seven-game schedule against conference opponents, I believe. So, I, I don't know. What, what's your take on that? Anything? 
no relevance. Yeah, my take me on too. I, I think I think the SEC pretty much only concentrates on the SEC and maybe the ACC because they're kind of still regional and maybe a little bit of Big Twelve. But Big Ten and Pac twelve are kind of eh. yeah. They they mishandled it. They did mishandle it, and I think they're going to be all whiny, complainy if they get one of their teams, and especially in the Big Ten, if they go undefeated, they're gonna, and we still have a playoff. They're going to say, "Well, why is our team not in there?" Well, you only played what? They're playing eight games, eight or seven, or well, Pac-12 is playing seven. I don't know how much Big Ten. I think they play. said eight. <clears throat> well, all right, you're playing less games. I mean, <clears throat> it's going to be even tougher to pick teams to slot into the playoff with all of these, you know, only not only conference games. Some of them might be canceled still. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it's a very fitting 2020 kind of scenario. I agree. So let's, let's kind of bridge that a little bit. So let's say the college football committee comes together and all biases aside um, especially when it comes to scheduling when, like, let's say, let's say the seven and eight game schedules count the same as the 10 game schedules that the big or the ACC and the SEC and the big 12 are playing. Okay. So let's say they're all, all schedules are equal. Who do you think is going to make the playoff? Just initial thought. I mean, I'd have to go with the the normal ones you think of: Ohio State, Big Ten, Clemson, ACC, Alabama, SEC, LSU. I don't know if they have enough this year. I'm gonna say, dude, they re- they reloaded. I mean, like, and, like they replenished. And a I lot. feel like without yeah. interconference games, they'll probably pick a Big Twelve team too. I think they'll probably go with Oklahoma. If, if Oklahoma they win them, goes undefeated. You know, I think Texas is pretty good this year. They, I, they've said that the last eight years, dude. Yeah. And I they know. haven't been near the same since Colt McCoy left. Nowhere near the same. And Mac Brown left. They haven't been relevant, really. Yeah, I mean, Oklahoma's probably a safe bet. I, I mean, they're, they've won the conference the most. They've won it, what, like eight, nine years in a row, something like that? Yeah. It's so change it makes sense. Yeah. Those are who I was going to go with. So you kind of stole my thunder on that one. But I did ask you first, so it makes sense. Um, so what uh, I did hear today also that the NCAA is saying that bowl eligibility will be expanded to meet all bowl requirements. So, so a team with a losing record could it's get... It's possible that a winless that's kind team... kind of what I thought, yeah. It's possible that a winless team could get a bowl game. Well... In in the Power Five. It's I don't possible. See how that's, I don't see how that's It's possible. possible that a winless team in the Power Five could go I mean, bowling. I would it's bet possible. all my money that that's not going to happen. I mean, I would too, but... I could Speaking... see like a a team maybe... Say an SEC team, they got ten games, right? Say they go three and seven. I mean, maybe they could let them in. Yeah. I mean, I, I, regardless, I mean, they need to fill all those bowl spots. 
Yeah. So, I mean, losing record teams are going to get into bowls. That's how it's going to be this year. 100%. Maybe not a winless team, but if it's a winless Power 5 versus like a a big sky team or something, you know what I mean? Like it's it's possible. Or a Mountain West or something like a, a mediocre Mountain West team playing a winless Power 5 could be intriguing for I mean those two schools, but it could be a close game. Yeah, I don't know if there's much appetite for like, <laughs> Idaho potato bowl and mac and cheese bowl. You may be correct, and I'm, I'm in this environment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree. I'm just saying, like it's don't be surprised if ridiculous bowl matchups come up, and it's like I mean, I hope so. It's football to watch. Three so. and seven, Idaho goes against zero and ten. Vanderbilt or something like it's possible. It it would be ridiculous and completely off the norm, but it could happen. But anyway, yeah, why not? Anything goes. These yeah, days. I mean, it might as well just give twenty twenty a total wash, honestly. But uh, we do have picks this week. We are going to do all SEC game picks, and I do have them written down. Okay, you told me to look those over, but I did not. I kind of figured you wouldn't, and that's okay. <laughs> no worries, man. I got you covered. I kind of figured. I, I do I know the Arkansas spread of twenty six. See, I have I I use Bovada, okay. and Bovada has it at twenty eight. Jeez, I'm taking the Hogs with that. I was taking the Hogs at twenty five, but I mean, I think they'll get beat, but. Georgia, new quarterback, new offensive coordinator, right? Mm-hmm. Arkansas, I think they're going to be fundamentally better. I think they're going to play hard. I think their defense I, will be vastly improved with I Barry think, Odom. I think Odom at D.C., I think that's a good... That was a huge hire, dude. Yeah. Massive. I, I do like that Bringing hire. in Felipe Franks was super, super smart. He knows Georgia. He, did, he hasn't played particularly well against them, but he knows them. And then Sam Pittman knows Georgia, obviously, very, very well. Yeah, I'm there. still uh, very skeptical about Bryles and the offense, but I have faith in Pittman, you know, piecing together an offensive line that's, you know, good enough to at least run the ball. Serviceable to yeah. keep them within 25 or what you said, 28 points. Yeah. So I'll take the Hogs. I'm taking Arkansas too, and actually, I'm going to the game. How'd you do that? I found tickets. They were like 500 bucks. Not true. I found tickets for 70. Where? On Craigslist. Really? Really. You got extra? No, I only there were only two available. And so I got them for me and Billy Bob, who's coming into town this weekend. That'll be cool. Yeah, so I'm, I get to go to the game. I, I, I told him I was reluctant to pay anything over 80 because I, it was tough for me to validate spending 150 bucks at least to watch the hogs get their sh- get their yeah asses kicked. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I'll, I found it for 80, and I talked her down to 70 for two each, or so 70 each. So it was a pretty good deal. Nice. Uh, so I am going to go to the game. I will be there. I will be wearing my mask, and I will be staying away from everybody but Billy Bob. He will be right next to my side as we watch the Hogs and Bulldogs play. 
Uh, side note, Billy Bob is a massive, massive Georgia fan. So that'll be interesting to sit there and watch the game with him. Hopefully he's not too difficult on me, not too hard on me when they do end up ultimately beating the Hogs. But it sure as shit won't be for more than 28 points. So I'm taking Arkansas as well. Now, next game on the list is Kentucky plus seven and a half against Auburn. Where's the game? I believe it's in Kentucky. I can double check that though. <sighs> good line, Bobata. It is good. It's a good line. I'll take Auburn. Let's see. Hold on. Before you say that, let's let's just make sure here that I had that right anyway. So Kentucky, it is. Looks like it's at Auburn. I think it is at Auburn, yeah. Kentucky's rated 23. I didn't know that. Okay. So Michael takes Auburn. And I will also take Auburn. Although I do think Kentucky's pretty decent. I don't know that... I think Auburn's defense is pretty great. I don't know about their offense because Chad Morris is there now, so I'm a little skeptical on that, obviously. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they suck. Obvious them. reasons. Oh, man, I would love for that. I would love for Auburn just to totally crap the bed. Just be terrible all year. Uh, next game. Florida minus 13.5 over Ole Miss. Wow. I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to take Ole Miss. Ooh. I like it. Okay. Fair enough. I'm trying to find where the game is being played here. It looks like... You'll have to go to another site other than that one. I think it's the bottom one, but... No. Anyway. uh, So you're taking Ole Miss, huh? Okay. There it is. Yeah, it's at it's at Ole Miss. And you're taking Ole Miss, huh? Not that home field means a whole lot these days. But Correct. I mean, I, I'm it taking means some. I'm taking Florida. Just because you wake up in your own bed. You... Yeah. Dan Mullen's a great coach, though. I know. He's a great coach, and Florida's going to challenge Georgia, I think. I think it'll be tough for Georgia to win the East. It'll be a dogfight between those two for sure. Whoever wins in Jacksonville between the two. I don't know if they're playing home and home or if they're still playing neutral site, but whoever wins between the two is going to is gonna win the East for sure. So not Tennessee? Mm-mm. Tennessee's up and coming. I think Tennessee's a crock. <laughs> uh, next game, Mississippi State plus 16.5 against LSU. It's at LSU. Man, that's another tough one. Maybe I should have listened. 16 and a half with Mike Leach as a head coach. I'm still going to take LSU. Okay. Not confidently, though. Uh, I think LSU will win the game, but I'm taking Mississippi State to cover. 
I think it'll probably be like a 14-point game or something. That's tough because that extra field goal could really hurt me there. Yeah, that's a lot of points. Yeah, it is. Kind of regretting that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, whatever, dude. It's week one. Nobody really knows week one. Alabama and Missouri. Alabama is favored by 28 on the road. I'll take Missouri. In Columbia. You'll take Mizzou. All right. Yeah. With the new coach and everything, I'm taking Bama. I think they're going to run them out of that that stadium, dude. I think Drinkwitz is the real deal. I don't. Even though he is a former alum. They're going to be good. Trust me. Mark my words. Eventually. Not this year. I, I, I just don't. I just see him as... I see him as a... It's really difficult to come from a lower tier school and come to the SEC immediately and start trying to do good and do well. Look at Chad Morris. I've listened to a few interviews with him, and he's he's got an it factor to me. I I think okay, I think Missouri's going to be in two to three years. I think Missouri's going to be pretty good. I think I think you're probably right. Two to three years, we'll see. But and I think they're going to beat Arkansas this year. Unfortunately, I do not. Are we going to do, do predictions for the Arkansas record? Yeah, heck yeah, we got that coming up. Uh. Next game, or this is the last game, final game that we're going to talk about. We're only doing SEC picks this year. Which conveniently works out to the traditional five games. It does. Well, six. I thought we used to always pick five. We used and to then we had a five. lock. Yeah, that's true. So A&M isn't playing this weekend? Yeah, they're playing Vandy. That isn't on here. Fair enough. I'm pretty sure it should be on there. I didn't see it, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Maybe I should. Oh, yep, there it is. Never mind. I'm done. It's up there. Uh, 30 and a half. Yeah, that's a lot of points. Um, I'll take Vandy with that. So you're taking Vandy? Yeah, I am. I will also take Vanderbilt, actually. Yeah, I'll take that. All right, then we have Tennessee minus three and a half against South Carolina. Ooh. That's a good line. That's a really good line. Uh, it looks like South Carolina is at home. I'll take Tennessee. Okay. I am also taking Tennessee. So who's going to be your lock, Michael? Take your time. I mean, I did yeah, ask you. Feel free to go first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 
I still have to look at it too. I didn't take my time to think about which one was going to be my lock this week because I forgot about doing locks in, in general. Uh, well, first week, let's go with the Razorbacks. I think they can keep it under 28 points. That is the spread, right? 28 Bovada. On Bovada, correct. Uh, I, I think my lock, I think my lock's going to be Florida beating Ole Miss by 13 and a half. I think Florida's going to be good. I think they're going to be really, really good. Their defense is going to be stout. And I I think Lane Kiffin won't do that great in his first year. See, I think... I think he'll do better than uh, Mike Leach. I think you're probably right, but Mike Leach does have a former five-star quarterback that played at Stanford for two years. Just saying. Fair enough, yeah. Just saying. The kid's good. He played at Stanford for two years and saw game time and did pretty well. Then he, as a graduate transfer, he went to Mississippi State and he, because he played against Mike Leach and threw, threw 450 yards against Mike Leach's team, which, I mean, it was Washington State and their defense was pretty horrible, but still. Yeah, I mean, that's what I worry about with that team. I think that's Arkansas's best shot to win the conference game. See, I think Arkansas... Okay, before we do that, we'll get into Arkansas picks for the year, like predictions. What's your record? For the whole season? For the whole season. Well, I was exactly correct on Arkansas's conference record last year, just for the record. You were. Of 0-8. You were. I... I put too much faith into Chad Morris, and now I'm spurned. It hurts. I don't like that guy, and I hope he never steps foot in Arkansas again unless he's playing Arkansas with Auburn, and I hope Auburn loses. And I've struggled with this because I knew we were going to talk about this, and my gut is telling me the odds are they're going 0-10 if they play 10 games. But my heart tells me they can beat the Mississippi schools. So I'm going to split the difference and say they get one of the Mississippi schools and they go one and nine. One and nine. That's fair. I think I think Sam Pittman is a huge upgrade to what Arkansas had and he did, they didn't leave the cabinet bare for him. Pittman's smart. He's been around the SEC for a long time. He brought in Barry Odom, who is a former head coach and knows how to scheme and play defense against every team that they'll face. And they bring in Kendall Bryles, who has a good track record and knows how to a fairly a pretty I'll I'll say a better not a great track record, but a little bit better than a good track record, like between great and good. His offenses have been good. Very good. Florida State sucked. Florida State wasn't great, but their defense was awful. Awful. 
Their offense was awful. Their offense was pretty bad, but, dude, I mean, at Baylor, they had the same type of talent that Arkansas has. Good receivers, good running back. They have a chance. Now, I'm not saying Kendall Bryles is the X factor here because he's or he's not the main catalyst as to why Arkansas will succeed. That'll be Barry Odom. But Bryles is the X factor as to whether or not they play well. I mean, now, they had a terrible offensive line at Florida State from what they say. And so Pittman maybe kind of Pittman offsets shores that, that up and then Bryles work concepts yeah. work. Hopefully. Yeah. So I think they'll beat Olness because I think Lane Kiffin is a fraud, at least in this first year, but I don't like him anyway. I think they'll be. I am a little worried about Mississippi State being Mike Leach because you never know what will happen with Mike Leach as head coach. You don't know what he's going to call. You don't know how well they're going to play. See, I think that's the one game they win. See, okay. So I think they'll beat Ole Miss. I think they'll beat Mississippi State. Tennessee, they have a shot. I don't think they'll win, but they have a shot. And then I think Missouri is a win. So I'm going I'm gonna go two and eight to be conservative. I would say three and seven. Because I want it to be three and seven. I want to see him beat both Mississippi schools in Missouri. Hell, I would be ecstatic with four and eight if they beat Tennessee. But I think it'll be three and seven, in all honesty. But I'm gonna go conservative and say two and eight. That makes sense. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to validate my awful picks last year, which did not materialize in any way, shape, or form because Chad Morris is a bum. He's an absolute monstrosity of a person. I don't like that guy. Well, I think he was a decent guy. We'll see. I think it was. A I think he was mistake. a salesman. That's yeah, all he, I think all he so was. too. Yeah, that's all he was. And salesmen, I don't trust. And salesmen, if I trust them. <laughs> They're lucky. But anyway, what else you got? We have, we hit the 30 minute mark, but we have time if you want time. Um, I think the last podcast we had, I said, well, it'll just be LeBron and Kawhi Western Conference Finals. And I was oh so close to that. I think. The Clippers had a 3-1 lead on Denver, right? That is correct. Just like the Jazz did. And, you know. Jazz and you squandered scoffed, it. you said, no, well, not so fast. And you were right, I guess, because the Clippers ended up choking. And I really like Denver. I'm definitely pulling for Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're going to do it. But I'm pulling for them. I'm rooting for Miami. Uh, I like how that team plays, dude. They're I do gritty. Too. Yeah, I like Miami. They're gritty. They play hella good defense. Anybody but the Lakers is kind of how I feel. About yeah, them. I don't want the Lakers or Celtics. I, Celtics, I, I, I don't no. mind because they play team basketball and Brad Stevens. I like him. <sighs> I hate him so much, though. They have so much history. It's like, God, all right, it's enough. Yeah. Let other teams have a chance, but 
No, I'm, I, but I, I'm, I, I'm being. I I'm think being it, salty. if I had to put money on a team of the four, I'm going to take the Lakers. Although that's the team I hope the least wins. You, you can't bet against LeBron. You just can't. And Davis, he's so freaking big, man. And he can shoot threes. He he's Anthony Davis is going to go down as one of the better big men to play. He's freaking good. He is really good. He's talented. He's smart. And Rondo was a great addition to that team. Rondo was is surprisingly good. Um, yeah, he's kind of reinvigorated himself a little bit there. He's done well. I've it. I've actually kind of enjoying watching Rondo play a little bit. I think he's. I think he's actually all right. I like him a lot, and I don't know what Lakers fans find in Caruso, but they absolutely love that guy. And that guy is, he's interesting. He does everything. He's kind of like a Swiss army knife. He does everything that they need him to do, but I don't see like how, how infatuated Lakers fans are with the guy. That I didn't makes know sense. they were. Uh, oh yeah. It's yeah. They, they love Caruso, love Caruso. I mean, don't get me wrong. The guy's pretty good and he definitely has, like that, kind of like Jimmy Butler. He plays defense. He shoots the ball. He can drive. He can dunk. You know, he does everything. He yeah, he steal. reinvented himself. I thought Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I agree. Jimmy Butler is the most underrated player in the league, to me. Him and Jamal Murray. He's super athletic. And Donovan Mitchell. He's playing harder than I've ever seen him play. Yeah, I mean, that whole team. Spolstra is an incredible coach. Yeah. He is, and so is Stevens. I like both of those guys. See, Spolstra to me is top three in the league. Popovich, if not the Popovich best. and Spolstra are the top Popovich two. is kind of past his prime, I think. I think so too, but I mean, even with a very mediocre San Antonio team with talent-wise, he was able to pull out them fighting till the bitter end for the playoff spot. And that says something. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna make moves, and they're gonna get people on that team. And Popovich will come back, and he'll be good. But I think Popovich and I mean Brad Stevens is top five, probably. Um, well, no, see, I'd put Brad Stevens up there with Spolstra. Actually, okay, so top three coaches in the league: Pop, Spolstra. Stevens, probably. And it's no surprise that two out of the three are still in. And it kind of sucks that we aren't going to see one or both of them in the play or in the NBA finals because I would love to see a Celtics Heat finals, but that'll never happen because they're both in the Eastern Conference. But it would be cool to see. Well, you got it now, Western or Eastern Conference. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's fun to watch. And I mean, I. I do love watching Miami play because they play re- they play relentless defense. I mean, they are relentless. They will not stop, and you have to you have to play good. And if you don't play good, they will eat you alive. And I love watching that. Tyler I love Hero. that stuff. Hero is surprisingly good. When he was at Kentucky, I did not expect him to be that good of a pro, but he's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. He's pretty good. Like I, I was impressed. I mean, what he had thirty-seven points the other night. Mm-hmm. It's pretty damn impressive. Like that's yeah. pretty awesome. I mean, it's no fifty-seven by Donovan Mitchell, but it's pretty awesome, you know. <laughs> but anyway, all right, we're done for the time being. We'll uh, get back on here soon, so you guys can have more content to listen to.
Talk to you guys later. Peace. Bye.